Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello, listeners. This week's episode is The Corpse Taker's Daughter. If you haven't already listened to our first podcast, The Corpse Taker, You don't have to, but you should. This story picks up where that one left off. If you've ever wondered what a corpse taker would do with a little girl, now you can find out. This is another of our Outer Demons stories. And I like it because things are starting to come together. The girl the corpse taker brought home was human, as human as could be. But she didn't mind anything about the corpse taker's strange home. Anything was better than what she'd left behind. Better than what had killed her sister. She clung to the corpse taker's side. She held her hand wherever she went. The corpse taker wasn't sure what to do with her. She didn't want to go about her normal business with a human child by her side. For what human child should see the kinds of things the corpse taker does? But the little girl didn't mind. She felt safe with the strange creature that looked mostly like a woman. When the corpse taker needed both hands and room to work, the girl curled up in a corner and drew a strange mixture of terrible things and the normal things children draw. The corpse taker featured prominently in these drawings as did small animals that played with corpses and a little girl with no friends who played ball by herself. And they were happy. It took a while for the corpse taker to figure out food for her. Little girls don't live on dew and moonlight and the invisible fog that comes from corpses. She didn't realize There were certain foods humans ate in the morning, and other foods humans ate in the evening. And in fact, she never quite got the hang of why eggs and sweetbread were for morning, and stews were for dinner. So the little girl ate rather haphazardly, but it must have worked because she started to grow. The corpse taker knew that little girls changed into teenagers, and then women but she'd never seen the process up close, and it was, quite frankly, terrifying. The little girl picked a name for herself, Ellie. As she grew, she changed it to Ella. She didn't understand why she couldn't grow up to be a corpse taker too. But over time, she came to understand that her strange caretaker who'd rescued her from the fate that had befallen her sister, was not, in fact, 
human. And so, what tends to happen over time happened to Ella. Her attention turned to the other villages around them, never the one she came from, of course. The corpse taker knew that village made far too many corpses, and she never let Ella go back there. But when Ella decided she was old enough for human friends, for if she could not be a corpse taker herself, she'd have to find something else to do, the corpse taker took her around to other villages. Ella picked one out for herself, and then she picked out a little cottage with plants that grew in the sun and came in colors other than white and didn't smell like death. She learned to grow food and sew clothes that could pass for normal. And then she met someone and she fell in love. And when Ella fell, she fell hard. The corpse taker watched them from her citadel and her heart was heavy, missing her daughter. But she was happy for Ella and she knew the child was a child no longer and could not stay with her in the land of the dead. Ella had her own little daughter, a sweet little girl with a smile like the sun and the faint pallor of death. That same fey look that Ella had brought back after living in the other realm. She was faintly surprised to see it pass to her daughter, but she was happy too. For she loved the corpse taker. She had loved growing up in the citadel of the dead, and she was happy to give that to her own tiny daughter. Ella had been born in a village on another world. This one was enough like her own that she adapted easily, but she too had to relearn which foods were supposed to happen when. Her partner laughed and teased her about it when she made eggs for dinner, but they never minded. They all loved their quirky little family, although the partner preferred that the corpse taker not visit them too much. The corpse taker was a little creepy. The tiny daughter grew too, until she changed from crawling to walking, toddling around on fat little legs with stars in her eyes, and chewing on everything and talking to everyone. When she saw the corpse taker, she gnawed on her shroud and called her Gamma, and the corpse taker, with a blink of surprise, found that she loved this little creature too. Love was not very much part of the corpse taker's existence before she had taken the little girl from her village. She loved her work, and her corpses. She loved those very much. She had lived long enough to watch stars be born, and she had taken corpses from civilizations long dead. And yet this was her first family. She hoped it would last forever, but being the corpse taker, she of all people knew the mortality of humans. One day, alone in her citadel, 
She felt the pull of a corpse. The pull was strong, the location familiar. She wound her shroud. She picked the perfect flower. She walked barefoot down her mountain under the light of the moons, called to work, the work that was her purpose and her first love. Her bare feet took her through streets that she knew. The mist that preceded her reached into houses and soothed sleeping villagers. She chewed on her lip and tasted blood. As she walked, she knew, and she wanted to turn around. She wanted, for once, not to do her duty. But this duty was bound in her bones, and she could not refuse the call of a corpse. And it drew her in. It drew her to the one house in the village she never wanted to enter like this. And there they were, Ella and her partner, laid out on their bed, hands folded over their chests, dressed in white, ready for the corpse taker. The house showed signs of violence, but it was a very controlled violence. A broken vase here, an overturned chair there. Ella had fought back. She had cuts on her hands, on her arms. She'd been trying to protect her family, trying to shield them, but it hadn't worked. Her throat had been cut and the heart ripped from her chest. Her partner was drained of blood, but there was no blood in the room, no blood in the house. No blood on the bed, just two beautiful corpses. The corpse taker stepped over to them so quietly, and she leaned over and kissed them both, for now she loved them twice, as her family and as corpses. She would take care of them and love them as she did all her corpses, but even more so, for they were the first humans to have taken her heart. Her tears fell like ice and washed over them. Her heart, her heart. Who would have taken Ella's heart? The corpse taker longed to gather up their bodies, but something was bothering her. Where was the child? Where was the little girl with the chubby legs and the mouth that never stopped moving? Where was Ella's true heart? Was she with a neighbor? Was she with whoever had prepared the bodies? The corpse taker wasn't used to worrying about those who were left behind, so it took her a minute to realize what she should do. 
She kissed the corpses again and held their hands and told them she'd be right back. It felt wrong to leave them, for the corpse taker never left a corpse behind, and every bit of her was screaming at her to go take them, every bit except for her own heart, which was telling her to find the little girl, find her granddaughter before she left. She would not mind raising another little girl in the citadel of the dead. And so the corpse taker walked the house until she neared the room of the little girl. And something, a smell, a sound, a memory, something made her dead flesh crawl. The corpse taker held a hand up to the door feeling. There wasn't a corpse in there, but something was wrong, wrong, wrong. The shape of this was all wrong. The corpse taker opened the door and walked into the little girl's room. What she'd smelled was blood. What she remembered was something else. Written on the wall, Probably in Ella's blood were two words. Mr. The corpse taker's scream tore a hole through the world, and she fell and fell and fell into it. All the corpses she'd ever taken turned and rolled, and her eyes were black pools. The corpse taker, she who took care of those who entered the land of the dead. She knew all too much about the man who called himself Mr. Vale. She took the corpses of her daughter and her partner back to the citadel, and then she started looking for him. She was going to get her little girl back.